Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Gentlemen, that's yeah. putting in plenty of time and trying to win this final for the Brisbane Heat tonight. Wade Seckham, the coach, and we really thank him for his time. We've just had Brownie on. Wade, good morning. Um, let, let's let, let's go back before we go forward. That innings the other night, is that one of the best things you've ever seen in cricket? <laughs> it actually is. How good was it? Yeah, um, yeah well, I mean, Brownie, the, the man of the moment, I'm glad you had him on. Uh, yeah, no, he's, uh, that was that was. You know, we we know what he's capable of when he gets when he gets going. And um, look, he he sort of got a roll on, didn't he? He got a few away early, and then it was just um, he was just going to try and see how many more he could hit out of the park, and he just continued to. Oh, he can just like create fear into a bowling attack, can't he? That's, that's a really good really good point you make, Heels, because I think you know you look at players that are destructive like that. They actually get a lot of bad balls from bowlers, and it's. It's credit to them because they're putting the bowling under pressure, and um, they just didn't know where to bowl to Brownie. And as a result, they kept missing their, their lengths, and he just kept putting him out of the park. And and then the good thing about him, he can do it off the back and front foot and straight and square of the wicket. So you know that's why they can lose their focus. Yeah, that's right. And we've seen him with Brownie a couple of times this year when he only looks at one part of the field or only tries to score in certain areas. He's not as effective, and he sort of when he's open and just reacting to the ball, he can hit it pretty much 360 or at least offside leg side. And, um, yeah, so, the, you know, it's hard for a bowling attack to to, lock, to to get any dots on him. What do you think they're going to do with him tonight, mate? You know, they played plenty of the spinners at him the other night, um, Boyce, Pope, et cetera, um, and he, he just slaughtered them. Yeah, short as well. Do, do you reckon they'll get uh, O'Keefe into him, Steve O'Keefe into him early, or what do you think? I'm actually, I'm actually thinking not. I actually think they'll sort of try and hold O'Keefe back a little bit because, you know, if they know that Brownie's actually striking really well against spin, and he can that can sort of get him get him going as well. So I actually think they might they might sort of try to go their experience with with Abbott. Um, well, he he'll naturally open up front. Um, depends what their makeup is, but they're going to try and hold the right length to him and just sort of hope that you know if they hold the right length. For any any batsman, it's always going to be difficult, and that's what Adelaide didn't do. So I actually don't think they're going to throw too much spin at him early, and ho- hope to pick him up with the quicks. Is my take? Yeah. Okay. Can you explain? Can you relive for us the dugout feeling as that was going on? <laughs> oh, I think we were all like we're. I had um, sitting beside uh, behind me. I had Usman and, and Tall Paul, and we were all sort of just giggling a little bit because each each time he swung, it just cleared the fence. Yeah. So we sort of, we're in awe. And tall Paul, who's played a lot of cricket, he said, I just haven't seen striking like this. 
Aussies, you know, in the same boat as well. So it was sort of just, we were just enjoying the show. And obviously, when he got to 100, you know, the cheers, the celebrations from within the dugout was huge. And then he just kept going with it and kept going and kept going. So, yeah, it was, it was a lot of joy there for Browning. So he, he struggled against the Sixers the other night on the wicket when it was doing a bit more than it did. Uh, who from the coaching staff is taking responsibility for turning him around? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what staff? Uh, <laughs> I reckon. Uh, I reckon Buff would be putting his hand up. Well, of course, Buff's going to put his hand up for that and say that he's the, he's the difference in turning him around. Look, everyone's, including the playing group, everyone sort of had a a bit of a bit of a chat to Brownie, but I think Brownie knows exactly what he was doing wrong, and we just had to highlight it. His 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 wheels were spinning the other night. He was just trying to slog everything as opposed to staying still and. And he, on reflection, he knew it. So it was just a matter of actually keeping him still, just reacting to the ball and getting his weight through the ball. So uh, those conversations were definitely had, but he, on his own reflection, he knew what he was doing wrong, mm. just put it into practice better the other night. Yeah, because this season there's been some big pills to swallow, you know. Jimmy Pearson didn't get the gloves automatically and Swepo had to sit out the other night. Max Bryant been on the bench most of the year. How How's everyone coped with all that? Well, look, individual disappointments come into come into selection all the, all the time, but it's it's the bigger picture that we're selling here, and it's we're here for we're here for tonight, and we're here to win tonight, we're here to get to tonight, and then then win it. And so I think no one's bigger than the team, and that's the messaging we we delivered right at the start of the season. Is there will be there will be makeup changes, there will be selection, and it's just how you respond to it. So. So far, um, you know, everyone's responded really well in a professional manner. Their personal disappointments there, but professionally, they they mm. see the decision, why the decision's being made, and they get on with the job. So, look, I think you've got to make these tough decisions to get the right makeup to, to beat the right team at the right, on the right day. Well, one of the decisions I suppose you've got to make. We know that you've got Matthew Renshaw in uh, in camp with you, which is just fantastic news. Uh, leading into a final, uh, have you decided who's going to open your batting with Brownie? Uh, I'm, I have. <laughs> I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for our skipper to to um, return a return a call for a, for a coffee catch up with him at this point in time. So, um, I uh, yeah, the decision uh, we're, we're, I'm clear on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How is the rookie skipper going? How how classic is it to see three games for Nathan McSweeney as captain against a hundred of Moses Enriquez? <laughs> Yeah, well, I think we all all agree, and we can all see that Nathan's a player on the, on the rise, well and truly, um, in all in all formats. And he's, um, you know, the young skipper's going really well, and had a, a couple of really good conversations. And he's a, he's a he's a thinker, and he's curious about the game. So there's a lot of questions being asked, and he's bouncing off other people. And, and the really um, the fun thing, the beautiful thing, the other night at um, down the coast at Carrara was was the conversations that he was having with Usman. Um, you know, in the dressing room, on the bench, uh, just every time. And it's just Nathan just quizzing Usman. You know, what about this scenario? What about this situation? So he's just he's just soaking it all in. Um he's gonna be he's gonna be a really good captain in time. Good stuff. Hey what about the what about the internationals, mate? There've been contact from Munro and Billings? Yeah, they're both on a flight over. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's solved the uh, open problem. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh, that's 
There's going to be, and, and we spoke about some disappointments with other players missing out. I'm going to have to have those hard conversations. <laughs> Bad luck, Renners. You're out. <laughs> uh, great stuff, mate. The, the, the whole state's behind you. Healy's sitting here with more heat and merch on than you've ever seen. I did, I, I'm just waiting to check whether he's got the uh, the, the heat jocks on somewhere. <laughs> but, uh, our newsreader, Vanessa, has got her heat top on as well. We're, uh, the whole state's behind you. Good luck, Chucky. Oh, yeah. It's good. You're coming down, Hills? Yes, we're down uh, about a 12.30 flight or 12.15 flight, I think, mate. We'll see you yeah. tonight. Didn't, didn't, think, didn't think you'd be missing out on this one, yeah. mate. <laughs> <laughs> Wade Seckham, Brisbane Heat BBL coach. Well done, mate, uh, so far, and uh, go hard tonight. Thanks, guys. i tell you what, we're happy to allow him to sleep in yesterday. Yes. After what he did the night before was just unbelievable. And I, I think it'll be interesting to find out when Josh Brown actually got home from that match. But 140 or 57, most sixes in a BBL innings at 12, highest score ever for the Heat, only the third century for the Heat. The, the stats go on and on. Josh Brown, um, thanks for joining us today on a, on a big, big day for the team. And congrats on the other night, mate. It was just exhilarating. Yeah, thank you very much. And thanks for having me. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Yeah, you were you were that happy, eh? You were that happy for yourself, even Brownie, weren't you? Which made me so happy for you. So, how was the feeling? Oh, it was pretty surreal, to be honest. Obviously, happy to go out and do what I did, and then get the team into the into the final. Because you you bat with a lot of pressure, don't you? You go out to bat, and everyone's hoping that you're going to do what you did the other night every time. So, so it's not that easy. Can are you good and getting better at putting that aside and just playing cricket? Yeah, yeah. The only pressure I seem to think about is more to say the pressure I put on myself. But, yeah, that's getting easier every every game that I play. Yeah. So, you know, is there a word or a couple of words to describe the exhilaration? I mean, even Heels, who was in the crowd, and obviously he's got, you know, heavy links to the heat and that. He said even he was buzzing when he got back to Brisbane. You know, he said it was so excited for you. You know, having your your, your family there and all that sort of thing, mate, it just it must have been great. Yeah, it was pretty special. Like, obviously, yeah, to do, yeah, do what I did, it was, um, I don't know. Don't really have too many words other than that. It was special. Yeah, yeah unreal, mate. Was there a turning point uh, at all in the innings? Did it? How did it feel walking out to bat? Was uh, very different from from two nights before, where it wasn't so easy for you. Um, you know, how did it feel right from the word go? Uh, felt pretty normal, to be honest. Like just you know, when you're walking out, and then obviously we lost Wacky early, and and I was batting with. Whatever you know, played a lot of cricket with. So yes, it was, just felt felt normal. So it just felt like there was no pressure. I think one of the early sixes that went over deep mid wicket uh, away from the pavilion. I, I said, I, th- I think that's hit the bottom of the bat. And and I thought, oh, that might be okay because after that, you really did get your balance right. Um, is that would did that help you? That bottom of the bat one that carried so far and then kick you into that innings. No, the first one I hit off um, Henry Thornton, I actually timed the pants off it. So, right. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I was just like, oh, I'm on tonight. I'll yeah. Just try and cash in while I can. Okay, and then what did you like from there? I uh, just, you know, I had my, I was nice and clear with my plans and having Buddha the other end, as I said before, it helped me a lot because he's seen me play at my best, seen me play at my worst. So it just kept me in check while he was out there. 
Yeah, because there was it was frustrating for you in that match before against the Sixers on that track, wasn't it? It was just, it was just seeming around a mm-hmm. little bit, and and you were having trouble. But but we had Buff on the show and said you two had worked together since that match. Yeah, yeah, we've, we've had some good chats about you know how I like to go about it, and how he wants me to go about it. And yeah, luckily enough, it all just fell into place and just kept flying in the middle of the bat. Hey, just a quick one. Speaking of the bats, how's sales of bison bats going since the other night? Yeah, they've been taken off on the Cooper Cricket side, so <laughs> no, it's been very good. It's been very good. Yeah, but delivery will be terrible because you're never there to make yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not there, and the boss has come down for you know the final tonight, so <laughs> hopefully I can get back in soon and make some up. Yeah, you'll have to take some clefts with you interstate or yeah. internationally. Has there been any yeah. any interest internationally already? Um, I think there's been a little bit, but I'm sort of just waiting until you know after after the final, so I can keep all my focus on that. And and you know that that focus you talk about, Brownie. You know the the basics that you got to concentrate on. It 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 needs to be really clear again tonight, doesn't it? Rather than the outcome, you know, rather than making runs, if you get those basics right, it might happen again. Yeah, exactly. Like I've got my processes, and I'll just stick to them. So I'm either gonna, yeah, you know go off or you know, might, might not get a big score, but hopefully I can still contribute. Uh, yeah. Good call. Good call. Um, the injury update, what was it that kept you off the field and how is it? Uh, just a little hip thing, obviously with all the adrenaline adrenaline going. I didn't feel it until I sort of sat down for five minutes and then yeah, my whole leg just sort of tightened up. So I reckon it was a hip and, hip joint or oh, okay. you know, along those lines. Similar to the one from Brisbane when you did all that running between wickets with McSweeney? Uh, similar, but this one was a little bit worse. So that was, yeah. Okay. But you're okay now. Fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. We haven't really done much in the last 24 hours. So uh, we'll um, see how we go. Now, Heels is hearing that, that Renners is with the team. At Renshaw, he has joined you. Yeah, yeah, he's here. He's here with us, which is nice. And whilst the Brisbane Test match pitch is undercover, have you been able to see the Sydney pitch uh, yesterday? No, we haven't even been to the ground. Okay. So, yeah, that will be. But normally, it's a you know we beat them late last season, didn't we, on our bit of a run to the final? So, how do you feel we match up? Yeah, I feel like we match up pretty good against them, to be honest. Mm. So, yeah, we beat them last year in the what was it, the Challenger? Yeah. I beat him at the CG on probably, I don't know, I remember say that was the worst weekend of last year that we played on. Yeah, that's right. It was getting dry and dusty, wasn't it? Um, so, you know, yeah. they might like that, but we beat them on it. Yeah, they've got a handy attack with Warshus, et cetera, and Abbott, but uh, uh, Steve O'Keefe will will have plenty of focus on him tonight, won't he? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's a very crafty bowler and obviously being his last game, so yeah, I'm sure he'll be up and about for it. Do you work on a plan for him? Um, not really. I just think he's a left arm also. So if he puts one in my slot, I want to try to hit it for six. Yeah, into the into the gaps. That's one thing that I was extremely impressed. With. I think some of the best placement of shots in the history of T Twenty cricket. I reckon the the gaps were there, and you used them the other night very well. Did it feel like that? Yeah, it was part of my plan. Just watch it react. And obviously, with uh, that wicket, there was no edge wicket, so you didn't get much value for hitting it hard along the ground. Yes. I was always going to be looking a little bit more aerial, but 
Yeah, hit the ball hard into the gaps. Yeah, you didn't. You, you didn't take on the fielders at all, which was which is great. They they had plenty of work to do. And what about running between wickets when there's only one one pitch dropped in? The sides are soft, as you said about hitting the ball into it. What about running on that? Did did you cope, or did that contribute to the hit? Probably. Um, I reckon I slid a few times, like when I was yes. turning. So that could have been. I think that's maybe why the hip went. Hmm. Okay. What about that time? You, what about that time you made a late decision to turn blind? What was that all about? <laughs> oh, I said to I said to Renners at the other end. I was like, I was trying to fox him a little bit because I knew he was watching me, and so yeah, I tried to. And it worked. So yeah, you tricked right. him. He, he got back. He got back for two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, unbeknownst to you, uh, that while you're in the midst of that unbelievable innings, uh, the TV were interviewing your mum. Said now, Jan uh, gave us a few insights. Said when you first picked up a golf club, you got it in the uh, hole in three shots, and you one time scored ten goals playing young junior soccer. Is that all right? Yeah, all right. I remember the the golf was at Capera back in the day, yes. and yeah, I used to play. Soccer for many years, like Swepper and I grew up playing soccer together. So, right, eh? an interesting one for you. Now, does your yeah, mum? Yeah. Your mum still doesn't carry you or wheel your coffin, does she? No, no. I remember at Redlands, mate, when she was walking your bag to the car. Brownie, go and get your bag off. No, she'll be right. <laughs> hey, Josh, thank you. Thanks for picking up, mate. We really appreciate it. Uh, with you know, you had us all in a buzz yesterday. That innings was brilliant, and we hope something similar tonight in the final would uh, would go a long way to ensuring a heat victory. Good wishes, Brownie. Yeah, thank you very much. Hopefully, I can repeat it tonight. Ooh. Good stuff, Josh Brown, joining us there from the Brisbane Heat after that unbelievable innings the other night. You'll hear every ball of tonight's BBL final between the Brisbane Heat and Sydney Sixers live from six o'clock. On SENQ 693 AM, SEN Gold Coast 1620 AM, or of course on the SEN app. I've just been going through the, the record. So I reckon it's his sixth test at the Gab. I know you don't get to play, you know, when you're an Australian cricketer, you've got a tour of the world, which he has done. But I reckon Marnus is averaging 80 at the Gabba with a couple of centuries. Oh, he'll know. <laughs> Morning, Marnus. Oh, yeah, Morning, Hills. Morning, guys. How are we? What, what do you reckon your Brisbane average is, man? Oh, wouldn't know, Hills. Okay. Wouldn't know. But, but it's up there. It's up there, so keep it going, uh, eh? Well, Marnus, that's it's, it. No, it's going well. I reckon it's Pat Welch here as well, mate. I reckon you're averaging 81 at the Gabba. <laughs> right, eh? I, I, I've got a feeling you've got the stats right now in front of you, so you know better than I do. <laughs> mate, this summer looks quite comfy for you, for you fellas, um, having come off such a, a historic World Cup one-day win, but it's not real comfy for the batters, is it? The, the attacks, you, you've had your hands full plenty of times with Pakistan's attack, now the West Indies' attack, and quite often you only get to bat once. That That's never good, eh? It's not fun. Um, yeah, I, I think the conditions have changed a little bit over the last sort of four years in, in, in Australia. I think, um, you know, batting has been definitely uh, tougher than it was probably previously, especially speaking to guys like Steve, who've obviously been around for a much longer time than I have. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think, you know, it, it brings the, the games closer together. Um, and, I mean, obviously we've got a world-class bowling attack, so it makes, uh, obviously, our batters are, are, you know, at times struggling a little bit, but it obviously means the oppo- opposition are going uh, a, a lot worse. Yeah. 
The, this West Indies side, I mean, I know the test was over in two and a little bit days the other day, but he, are you seeing some light at the, the end of the tunnel for them? Yeah, I, I mean, both the last series we've had, there's been moments in the game where the opposition have had opportunities to sort of grab the game by the scruff of the neck and we've sort of just been able to uh, hold on, get through that period and then sort of get back on top of the game. I mean, if you take that... Um, you know, if Pakistan take that catch off Mitch Marsh at first slip, I think we're five for 27. Mm. Um, and then that obviously, you know, changes the whole dynamic of that game. Um, and even this, this game uh, that just went by, I mean, West Indies got a couple of early wickets. And if they, you know, got the likes of Travis Head um, early there, all of a sudden, you know, the game is a is a lot closer, and they might end up getting 150, you know, 200 run chase, and that becomes a much different ball game. Yeah, he pushed his luck early doors, didn't he? He was flashing and inside edging onto his back pad, and uh, then he then he found some freedom. Uh, how is uh, well? How's Travis Head's health? You know, and how's Smithy going as an opener? Um, I mean, small sample size uh, with, with Smudge opening the batting yet. I mean, I've said this before, but he's been pretty successful in every position he's batted. Yep. Um, so I'm sure he's going to find a way to to adapt and, and score runs. I think, you know, as the public, everyone's very quick to jump to conclusions and to say it's not working. I mean, he's had one innings and one not out. So um, give it time. I think time will tell if if it, if it's if it's if it was the right move or not, but I've got a lot of faith in Smudger to be able to find a way to score runs pretty much in any position, in any conditions. Yeah, I think he'll be right. No problems at all. And I think it's something, I'm with him, uh, that it's something that he probably needs uh, to, to free him up again and, and get into it, um, which which is great. I reckon he will succeed for sure. You'd be the best judge in the team probably, how the Gabba's looking if you've seen it. Um, I haven't seen the wicket yet. When we got there yesterday, they were covering the wicket already. So um, we, yeah, I mean, obviously it was a bit of a tricky wicket last year against South Africa with uh, the steep bounce and it was, you know, the the two very fast bowling attacks. But, um, I mean, with the weather around that we've had, um, it'll be interesting to see what the wicket's like. I think they'll probably be a little bit in it on day one. And, I mean, with with some of the, the temperatures, um, they might leave a little bit more moisture in the wicket to, to sort of, um, with the, the day-night tests and, and things like that, the game starting later, a lot of, uh, probably a bit more sun on the wicket. So I'm not sure, but um, we'll find out in the next couple of days. Yes, we will. Yeah. Hey, so Travis, okay, as far as you know. Now, is Matty Renshaw with you in camp or um, is he is he down in Sydney? Uh, good question. I I haven't seen Matt Renshaw. He wasn't at training yesterday. Um, oh, that's good. So oh, that's I assume good. That, assume that he's in Sydney, uh, ready to play tonight. And uh, I think he'll be at the game tomorrow uh, for the start of play. Hey, uh, coming up after you, we've got Josh Brown. Uh, what about that innings the other night? Just give us a comment about that. Yeah, uh, unbelievable. I was, uh, I was sitting at home and, and sort of riding the wave of every ball and, um, yeah, it was just unbelievable the way he struck the ball. I actually, um, I actually said that, you know, it goes underrated, but, um, you know, Nathan McSweeney's innings there, 
just sort of giving Brown the strike. I think sometimes when someone's going like that, it can be very hard to keep the rhythm and momentum if the other guy's also trying to, to smack him at the other end. Yes. And, so and, I, I think... And, and Renner's held his own too there. He, he was just uh, patiently yeah, I, at the I, other I end. Gonna, yeah, I was going to say, I actually texted um, Renner's, uh, I think it was the 16.1 ball... And he knocked it into the leg side for one in the power surge um, and got Brownie on strike. And I said, great batting. And I texted him that yeah. great batting because it was, you know, it was the perfect, yeah, it just I think both Nathan and um, Matthew read the situations perfectly and made sure that the guy that was hot was getting as many balls as he could. And, and I think... Um, I mean, it was uh, probably one of the best innings I've ever seen in T20 cricket. Oh, so, um, Brownie cool. loved it so much, didn't he? He just re- had so much joy that he had done it. I can only imagine what the dugout was like. I, I thank you, Manus, and I was pleased that you got a taste of uh, Big Bash cricket this year. It was a quality match at the Gabba. Did you enjoy playing the Scorchers? Oh, so good. I mean, the two games that we played, um, you know, the Stars up front and then the Scorchers was great. It was great to be a part of the Big Bash. And, um, you know, it, it probably gives us a little bit of a taste of what it might look like next year with a bit of a uh, more availability for the international players. And it's exciting. It's a great tournament to play in. And the crowds have been so good this year. And the Heat fans and everything have been awesome. So it's going to be awesome to see what it all looks like uh, for next season. Yeah, how, how do you feel we match up against the Sixers? Um, yeah, it's going to be good because I think both teams have good spinners. I mean, we've got, um, you know, Mitchell Swepson and Matt Kuhneman, um, and also we know spin plays a big part. I think the game's going to be one about how we play Stephen O'Keefe. Okay. Um, yeah. He's... He's going to be a, a main a main feature for them. It's going to be, um, you know, hopefully if we can get Brown, he's still there through the middle and and put pressure on on Sock. Um, that'll be ideal. But I think that's where the game's going to be won and lost. Hey, just quickly, you're probably not across this. The ICC have named their teams of the year for 2023. Only came out in the early hours of the morning. Now, unfortunately, you've been bumped out by an unknown called Kane Williamson from uh, New Zealand for that number three spot. But there's five Aussies in this Test 11, which is phenomenal. So we've got Uzi, we've got Travis Head, Alex Carey is a wicketkeeper, Pat Cummins is the captain of this uh, ICC Men's Test Team of the Year, and Mitchell Stark is in there as well. It's a huge feather in the cap of Australian cricket to get almost half the Test Team of the Year, isn't it? Yeah, I think it probably just shows, you know, what this team's achieved and this group's done. Um, I think everyone's been phenomenal over a long period this year. We've had some tough tours, you know, in the last few years. We've had, you know, Sri Lanka away, Pakistan away, India away, England away. <laughs> and we've been able to hold our own and play very good cricket in those continents. And I think that's, that's, that's how you sort of judge a team. It's not necessarily always how they play at home, but it's how they play away. And I think, you know, we've played some very good cricket over the last year. Are you a believer that there is a big future for Test cricket? I know we've got India. Next summer for five tests, then we've got an Ashes. So it's going to have a big profile in this country. But are you a worrier about the future of test cricket? Um, Look, everyone always talks about, you know, the future of test cricket and and it sort of always comes around and then you you start watching these tests and, you know, the excitement that it brings. You know, Tour of India next year followed by an Ashes away. Um, you know, even, you know, tomorrow, you know, we've got 
you know, us versus the West Indies and then England and India do battle in India. I mean, I'll be, you know, there's so much excitement in the game. I think it's just about making sure that we continue to prioritise it um, and, and make sure that we can bring, you know, the other countries that are probably not as fortunate as us um, along and, and, and keep developing and improving and making sure that we're, you know, that there's enough test cricket on to make sure everyone's getting better continuously. Yeah, and, and your tour of New Zealand will have eyeballs for sure, uh, which follows this yeah, summer here exactly. in Australia. Um, they were, Richie Benno always says that they were talking about the death of test cricket in 1950. So and it's still going strong, strong, strong. So uh, we we shouldn't be worried, but those other countries mightn't value it as highly as we do. Manus, thanks a lot, mate. Yeah, on test day, mate. We really appreciate you giving us your time and your thoughts. And uh, as I said, it's been a happy hunting ground for you at the Gabba. Long may it continue. Ah, uh, thanks very much, guys. It's a pleasure to be on this morning and uh, enjoy your day and enjoy the test match tomorrow.